Hello, 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 Mask Off Crown honors. This is your host, Kiana D, coming at you with another exciting episode of Mask Off Crowns On. This week, I am talking with the great George Baskerville of Kings with a Twist podcast. We talk about men, fatherhood, and everything in between. So stay tuned. host of Kings with a Twist podcast, George Baskerville. He has been on with us once before, but he is gracing us with his presence again, as this month we are talking about fathers and just supporting men, just supporting our men this month. So I am definitely honored that he decided to um, accept the invitation to come back on. So George, welcome, welcome. Uh, thanks for having me as always you know love being on your your platform love what you do and congrats again on your continued growth and success i see you over there doing big things thank you thank you you know i see us all doing big things um we are here trying trying to um trying to get it so i i'm i'm thankful to to be in such a um an era where i feel like we're all at this point where we are dedicated to our growth as individuals and you know us as a community um at large so it's beautiful to see and to be a part of uh, and i believe that we all doing you know exactly what we're divinely supposed to do so thank you, no thank doubt, you again yes um so again being that we're talking about fathers we're talking about men men supporting men all of that good stuff i know we've had a few conversations about that topic about um and i think i want to start there first before i go on your fatherhood journey um just talking about men and men supporting other men um because again we've had our side conversation so do you kind of want to give us your opinion on the status of where you feel our men are as far as especially collective unity um I, i think we as men we struggle quite a bit um we have our bonds. Unfortunately, our bonds uh, of support seem to be uh, music and athletics. You know, in, in athletics, we seem to look out for one another, seem to be able to support one another. But other than that, we don't really support other men. Um, we kind of have taken our power and shifted it to empowering women, which is not bad, but it has left with um we got so many men that come out you know and they they do great work in support of queens and you know shout out to them um however as men we're getting left behind spiritually and economically because we don't support one another we compete with one another mm-hmm. and um i've even noticed it myself as a woman um because honestly, I was looking up, I was just trying to look up quotes, you know, like, you know how we have, like, we've had, again, we've had this discussion about how there are so many, you know, go queens or, you know, women supporting women type, you know, shirts and, and all type of hashtags and, you know, all this stuff. But when I was trying to put these, put posts together for, like, it was so dry. Pinterest was dry, Google was dry, <laughs> like 
they had, you know, stuff, but, you know, about men being strong and all this stuff. And yeah, yeah, we say that, but as far as things about men healing or, you know, mental health or, you know, any of these aspects, there was little to none. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like those are the aspects that we look over as far as our men because it's like we... trying to find anything that had to do with again men supporting each other or you know men or not just any any of those little hashtags that again that you see for us women there there was little to none little to none and so I was like wow what like it's like I noticed it before but like seeing it after you know actually putting in the research for it I was like wow okay they're really like we really do not do this and you know, would joke all the time every year about how Mother's Day, you know, there's a big to do, and Father's Day is like, oh yeah, every store got one little shelf, you know, on the mechanic side to where you can either get them some, you know, something to something to fix something or something to grill something or a little tie or something, and then we, we you know we moving on about our business, and and it's just sad because as the patriarch and as the leaders of our families. You all do deserve that honor, um, just as much as our matriarchs and our mothers. You know. Yeah, I think part of the, part of the issue is, is that, uh, again, as, as men, we are taught from a young age to be so highly competitive um, that we don't know how to react to each other outside of the things that are easily visible. You know, so when you not just look at just from like standpoints of, you know, most guys I know are some kind of sports fans. They support their sports team. You know, they support that. But then when you look at stuff like uh, church attendance, it's a majority women. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at um, different divisions of spirituality, uh, especially on social media, it's mostly women dedicating healing to other women. Right. And so I feel like as men, when we ascend we leave other men behind and we either destroy other men through our verbiage or we market ourselves towards just women. And so, you know, even though it's old news now, you run into situations like what happened with Derek Jackson, you know, where he, he left so many men out back that when he needed men most, none were there. Right. You know, because he had marketed himself as being so much better than everybody else. So, you know, I think it's just a struggle. You know, I can't Mm -hmm. think of the last time I saw anybody of, let's just say anybody of stardom say anything about their dad. Mm. Like you, you never hear it. You know, you always hear my mom. Yeah. I love you, mom. You know, Hi, mom. And I don't remember the last time I heard somebody of stardom say, you know, shout out to my dad. Right. So um, it's such a huge gap. You know, we can get there. But I mean, unfortunately, as bad as it sounds, it's going to take some men to step out and realize that y'all got yourselves right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all got women, y'all got ourselves and that we need to get ourselves together and then we can come together as groups but we need to grow kind of separately for a little bit 
in order to functionally grow together. Right. Right. And um, because my thing is, it goes... I'm trying to remember the quote, but, you know, in the village, when you take out the lead, you destroy, you know, basically the rest of the community, the rest of the household. Yeah. So it's like... As I was saying, so yeah, you man know, leave. right, and you know, man leaving the home, then you have have them, you know, going to jail, you know, whatever the case may be. So, therefore, those groups aren't being able to be formed because, like you said, the ones who are actively trying to do it, they're out here, you know, with the majority of the women because they're trying to, you know, a piece of them, or then you have the ones who who are reaching back now because you do have the men who go back and reach to the to the young boys which we absolutely need but what about the men who are already grown but still need to do their healing as well you know what I'm saying yeah. there are several you know gaps you know within the layers and it's, it's frustrating um, to say the least because for us who do want that peace and unity so bad it's just like why why <laughs> but you know on the other side it's like okay I understand we got the that's divine that's 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 for you source that's for you God okay I get it but it's just like Lord I want us to get it together and it's like I know he probably <laughs> the same way like I want y'all to get it together too <laughs> well like the, the funny thing about it though is when you you know when you get into the numbers of like single parent households and things like that as black men we do an outstanding job of being active in our kids lives now mm-hmm. the hustle of it is we focus on the minority more than the majority mm-hmm. you know so you folk we much focus on the dads who leave and don't take part in their children's lives that we really don't get into the fact that there are so many dads who just enjoy hanging out with their kids you know like in my yeah. circle everybody i'm with is a great dad mm-hmm. great dad you know and it's like it's amazing because you don't hear about them you hear about that's just what you're supposed to do exactly. you know and so i think that like we as a community have to get better about promoting good men the way we would promote good women exactly uh, you know we we got to drop that we got because I was talking to a, a friend of mine and I had this discussion. I was like, when was the last time you heard about a bad mother? And she right. was like, We yeah. don't. We don't hear about bad mother. I said, Yeah, because mother bad mothers are a swept on secret. Mm-hmm. We we don't talk about them at all. Even if you personally know somebody who's like the worst mother ever, you don't speak on it. You know, it's like Voldemort, the, <laughs> the name that you should not speak. Hello. But a bad father, we we talk about them all the time. In the meantime, there are so many good dads. I think it was like two years ago, pre-COVID, I went to my daughter's school. They had a father's night. And when I tell you the whole cafeteria was packed, the oh, entire no. cafeteria was packed. Yes. We did and, something like that at my school in Tallahassee, too. Continue. Yeah, and I'm like, you look around then and you're like, Man, there's a lot of good dads out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't 
they don't get that love they don't get that recognition um mm-hmm. from my personal experience as a dad what i always get is if i do the exact same thing my daughter's mom does she's a great mom but if i do the exact same thing like if she stayed up with the kids all night because they were sick it'd be like oh you deserve a break not a lot you know poor baby one day this and this this gonna happen if i stay up with the kids because they sick i was like yeah man i was up with the kids all night well you're a daddy that's what you're supposed to do right <laughs> like, oh i'll get that love that that all so yeah see social media media in general has such a bad piece, especially of that we're mm-hmm. dysfunctional that we're toxic that we're um walking red flags we don't know how to talk good about men exactly exactly and it being everything that's vibrational so of course so and the more the message is out there the more the message is believed and so of course if the more the message is believed the more where our actions are showing it and so then the the virus really just keep continues to spread and the thing was while we were talking i was just starting to think about the shift right because at one point there were strong black fathers posted everywhere we had the cosby's we had family matters mm-hmm. we had um the one show uh the guy he was a he was a garbage man um i forget the name of that show i mean we, the rock yes thank you yeah. we had i mean the jefferson i mean we had so many so many and then slowly it changed and you started seeing our fathers disappearing, you know, out of the shows. And now it's just the moms, you know, it's single moms and all the shows. And um, and then now we're depicting that the dads are leaving. And, and, and just, and, and yeah, so like thinking, seeing that and thinking about that. And like I said, again, on the spiritual level, like that message has truly spread to where it is affecting our communities. Because again, my, um, I said it in my last episode, and I said it earlier too, that how my dad would say that, you know, fathers aren't played up you know during father's day mm-hmm. and i was telling him like i know that's what society puts out but i'm like in our household we try to show you you know that no matter what everyone else believe you are our father we appreciated you you know what i'm saying and yeah but now i see i see what he's saying though and it's like even though we try to do that in our household it has to it has to spread beyond that you know what i'm saying and now i'm thinking more globally like it can't just be in my household like everybody needs to know that there are great fathers out there and that we are you know and that they're producing good men you know what I'm saying and it's not like you said the minority you know what I'm saying good men are not the minority they're actually the majority but it's just not put out there anymore yeah I think um, again when I when I talk about it from a, a media standpoint and here's what you know I'm not against media I'm against us helping to make people rich by what they portray Right. Mm-hmm. So I look at you. You mentioned it. We had Cosby show. We had uh, I think Bill Bellamy. So back in the day, mm-hmm. these guys had shows they were good fathers. And then you mm-hmm. had a shift. And you know it, it's bad to say, but you know you had to shift around new media, which had people like Tyler Perry who make movies with always the bad guy. You know, like this guy's always loser. He's always something ignorant. And you had mm-hmm. all these people come along and then we support it. So they don't have to change because we're going to invest in them regardless. 
Yeah. And then you have, you know, you have men that like Steve Harvey. He writes the book, you know, think and, you know, be a woman. Like, mm-hmm. how about you help men think like men? Right. You know, because if you help men, and you don't have to help her understand men. Right. right. You had, uh, I think his name was Jesse Williams, who got up and he did a beautiful speech and was like, you know, black women are magic. Women, that's how a woman stood up and said black men are magic. Like, where's right. the famous woman who comes up and says, you know what? Black fathers matter. Because right now, we don't matter until we die. And that's the sad part. George Floyd was a father before he was a murder victim. Right. Right. You know, and, and that's the sad part that, you know, like, name one, DMX, Nipsey. Mm-hmm. These people were fathers. They were killed. But we don't think about them as fathers until they're dead. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the only black man I hear consistently being a good dad is Barack Obama. <laughs> like he's the only one. He's like the only example of, of I hear women be like, look at Barack. He loved Michelle. He loved his kids. The rest of us, we just like, y'all ain't shit. <laughs> like, so, I know, I know. It's just like, I hate to even hear um, you know hear us even bat you know bash the bat what quote unquote you know bad was because at the end of the day it's just like yeah I know we as women we've been hurt by etc and, and you know things happen but let them people go let these men go so we can heal so they can heal so we can stop putting out this nasty vibration against each other like yeah, all facts. You know, because like around this drain of, you know, all got back guys are this and guys. No, they're really not. Like, there are some really strong, passionate, intelligent, um, spiritual. I mean, just you guys are amazing. And I know that. And my thing is, and I guess on my behalf, though, this has kind of bit me in the, um, the hoo-ha a few times because I always see the good in my in our men in my men like I've I've tended to want to be that healer you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying for 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 all the you know when I and I've had to learn to protect my engine know that I can't be that for them and that's not my job so like now I'm like okay boom that's not my job, so I know I can't speak that in a mate. But I always see the good in my men, no matter if they're able to, you know, able or capable of being my mate or not. That's two separate sides of the coin. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think that's a lot of it, too. And just like when we keep putting that out there as women, there's some men like bumping. If that's what you want me to be, then that's who I'm going to be. And I feel like that's a lot of, a lot of that going on, too. Hello? George? Yeah. Oh. Can you hear me? Yeah. Now I can. So, yeah. I took, um, I took some step back for a little bit off and work on something from a spiritual standpoint. But one of the things that came to me in this hiatus is that we have to, as men, 
it's not women's job to heal us. They can assist, but we can't put that pressure on them to heal us. And the, and the reason why is because when you put that pressure on somebody to heal you, you then ex- the expectation is the result of your healing will be you and that person will be closer. And that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. So we have to do a better job of being able to have ability part. Sit down with and be like, hey man, I got this going on right now. You know, and they can be honest with us about how to mm-hmm. fix whatever it is that's going on. Because what has often happened, and I understand this, and this is the reason why women get pissed with us. Well, all that happens is you got somebody who does all the foundational work of fixing this dude. And then once the foundation is clear, you know, once she's tore down all the old house, tore all that down, somebody else comes in and builds a new house. Mm-hmm. And like, she's pissed. You know, she's like, yo, I did all the work. I got the ground ready. And now somebody else comes in and do it. So instead of us looking at another, you know, a woman to come in and do it, we need to be as brothers, be like, look, we're going to tear this down. We're going to tear down your way of thinking. We're going to tear down all that. We're going to rebuild it so that the house is ready when she gets there. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we need to do. And it, it's it's difficult because we inherently don't trust one another as men. Right. You know, as men, we like, yeah, what's this dude's angle? <laughs> you know, like, what he, what is he trying to get out of this? And we got to get better. You know, and I think we are. I think we're making small steps of progress, but the biggest, the biggest hurdle to cross is that standpoint. There is such a reward with ascension from mm-hmm. women right. that you don't get from men. You know, like I've seen so many women post quotes by guys. That I'd be like, do women ever quote anything for each other? What? You know, like, I see all these quotes. Dudes like, go get it. He's no good for you. Like, what? How you know? How you know he's no good for it? You know, but right. you know, we're such a trauma-based society, you know, and because we're a trauma-based society, we get enraptured and somebody trying to save us from our trauma more than somebody trying to celebrate with us right right and that's and that's the that's the that's the nail on the head the healing the <laughs> true healing like get out this trauma circle this trauma bond this this the cycle of repeat like broken heal me broken heal me broken heal me let's we'll be just going stay healed stay whole you know and and just and walk in mean, that you know what i'm saying and, and it's not like it's a appeal that magically fixes I'm, I'm not saying it like that in, in no regards but again seeking that outside validation for us to heal each other when yeah it's our it's our own work you know what i'm saying it's our own work and and because it's, it's too much of a weight on anybody to, to do the healing for you you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it's, it's too much of a burden you know it takes too much energy and it's like we got to stop doing that to each other let's do our own work let's do our healing so then we come together you know there's peace and harmony there's unity there's, there's creativity there's flow 
you know, and, and, and it's a beautiful thing. And so, and you nailed, you, you really hit a, a nail when you said um, the trust thing between guys. And that's not just between guys, um, because I've been in many sister circles, and I'll say the same thing where, you know, at least um, in the circles I've been in, where, you know, growing up, we had trouble you know trusting other women so we had mostly guy friends you know what I'm saying I've heard the vice versa from me and oh I don't hang around dudes you know I'm I you know I've got a couple you know homegirls whatever and do 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 and um and I, I was watching this cartoon movie um called Raya on Disney the other day and that was one of the biggest things it pointed out um trust Mm-hmm. Us simply not trusting each other is one of the big, biggest diseases, you know, that that we have spiritually. We we don't trust ourselves. We don't trust each other. So that festers, you know, within our relationships and with within how we communicate and how we operate with each other. So, so beyond the... Hmm. Here's the mind-blowing thing. Here's the thing that, that like, realization that put me on my behind the other day. It's not that we don't trust It's that we don't trust ourselves And we reflect that On other people So like Let's say for example Everybody like You know All dudes cheat Alright well all dudes Don't cheat alone In order to cheat Somebody else Gotta be a part of it Right So I feel like We know what we're capable of We know our darkest demons And because we know Our darkest demons We project those on. Mm-hmm. And so then we like, I don't trust, I don't trust girls. Well, why you don't trust girls? Oh, because they do some dirty stuff. Okay, well, have you done some dirty stuff? Exactly. <laughs> you can only not trust somebody if you've done what you're like, guys. At my point, at this point in my life, I'm like, I don't want to be a friend to a guy that has no other guy friends. Mm-hmm. Because if you only have female friends to me, can't handle a man holding you accountable and if you're a woman and you don't have any girlfriends I'm like why what's going on inside you that makes you think that only men can be your friend right and those are the bonds like we need to come together on we need Mm -hmm. to have it so that you got a group of guys not that you just party and go out with but a group of guys that as a man, I can be like, hey, look, man, I'm about to I'm about to go over this girl house. I ain't got no he like take it home. <laughs> go home. Right. You know, we need that. We need to, to put that. I'm gonna have a hot girl summer, a hot boy summer, whatever. We need to put that joint down and be like, look, let's just have a summer where we grow, where we grow up. Like, right. can can this summer be the summer where our memories are like, yo, I've learned something new about myself this summer? Well, I think I'm always going to be in the part of, why can't it be both? <laughs> I mean, life is about the experience and the fun of it. And I think even sometimes with that, we take our healing journey so seriously and too seriously to the point where we're really not healing because we're holding ourselves stagnant because we're so worried about our healing. We're not even being able to be healed because we're so worried about are we healed you know what i'm saying that so 
so it's like it, it has for me all things have to be balanced so I don't feel like it has to be either or like one weekend could be a, a whole full meditation balanced healing weekend and the next weekend shoot I'm out turning it up it, it just <laughs> to me <laughs> but that's just me that's just me I just, no, you know, it just it just cause this is like and I guess because again that was my part of the whole religious practice of being a quote unquote Christian was we was always doing something. It was always something religious or, you know, we always had to, we was always working on something. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah. okay, so when does the fun and the spontaneity of life just happen? You know what I'm saying? When do we just get... So, for me, I don't feel like it has to always be about the healing because healing is a part of the fun. Like, we heal through the fun and the experience of life. Like, um... Something has to be a balance. Like it could be a fun boys' weekend to where y'all are healing, but y'all having some fun too. Y'all out there playing, playing ball, but then y'all coming back and y'all doing some some meditation and journaling work. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think it has to be either or. And I think that's why a lot of people don't do the healing because they feel like it has to be a choice, and it and it doesn't have to be. It could be all encompassing. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's just me. But. No, I got um, you. <laughs> But um, but I feel what you were saying because that's exactly what I was saying. Like if we can't, we have to trust ourselves first in order to trust anybody else. So trust. Um, the biggest diseases for me, beyond the physical ramifications, is our fear, our mm-hmm. incapability to trust, and our lack of understanding. And Agreed. with those three things in place those are the bondages the baggages the 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 things that bind us to whatever you know that we're not accomplishing you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and i know for me especially especially it's kind of crazy that we um flow through this topic because that's exactly what god has been dealing with me you know being able to fully trust myself trust my 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 guide trust my intuition um because of you know several experiences I've had to where you know people have made me question myself and it's just like no like I have to stand firm in what I believe you know what I'm saying in order for this thing to work and to trust that whoever God you know flows to me and and, and guides me to they are they are exactly, you know, who I need and will, I'll be able to trust them with me. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that is definitely one of my, my things that I've been, um, you know, been hit home with lately, personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So, okay. Now, on a lighter note, now I do want to introduce them to your fatherhood side. So, I kind of want you to, um, Tell us a little bit about your your um, your young ladies. Um, of course, you don't have to say names or anything unless you want to. Um, but just give us a little snippet of your fatherhood journey. Um, man, so fatherhood. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm a girl dad. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I have three amazing girls. I have twins who will be tw- ten next month. They're identical twin girls. Um, and I have a younger girl who is eight. So you know, they are. Man, they're going. They're becoming women now. <laughs> so that that is a that is a, a 
weird place to be in as they change over from being like daddy's girls to being like these little little queens and my eyes they will always mm-hmm. be little girls though you know so um I, i'll be mm-hmm. completely honest with you i i get more joy from being else you know my girls they they are i'm blessed that they're they're amazing you, you know more talented they have their own goals and things in mind but I think the thing that I love about them most is that they're still happy being kids you know they're, they're 10 and they are still in their imagination playing with toys watching cartoons they're not trying to grow up fast um, I love that it, it is beautiful you know and, and they've had they've had the advantage you know of having um, their mom is highly successful in her chosen field being a so they get to see what it's like to own your own business and then they get to see me doing what I do and they get to see both sides of it and they they understand they have a good grasp of reality and of everything but um man it's just I, I can't put into words like for me Father's mm-hmm. Day is every day you know my girl's they will leave me notes. They will send me t- hey, dad, make sure you eat. <laughs> you know, like they are they are amazing. And um I couldn't ask for anything less. You know, everybody's like, you know, if you could go back in time and change something with you, I'm like, no, because anything I change would take those three amazing girls away. You know, and so I am I am grateful. I've done a lot of my healing in order to be a better father you know so a lot of things that I took on like going to therapy dealing with personal took them on because I wanted my girls to see me at my best right you know um but I I tell you like we do everything together we play basketball um unfortunately I get to play a lot of Barbie and my little pony um, <laughs> Uh, I've had tea parties where I had to wear <laughs> I've got my nails painted um, but it, it's nothing it's nothing like a, being you know being a girl dad to be able to look at your your little girls and be like yeah they're, they're lovely you know they are yeah. amazing oh that's beautiful like that is so beautiful to hear and you know what honestly even before um us recording today, I was watching um, uh, What the Flocka with my cousin. Um, it's mm-hmm. a show about um, the artist Walker Flocka Flame and everything. Mm-hmm. And I really don't watch a lot of reality shows or TV in general um, besides my little uh, cartoon stuff on Disney. But um, I was so glad that we ended up watching it together because he is such an amazing father. Um because he's actually not even a biological father yet. He's taking care of his wife's daughter. Mm-hmm. And in the last episode, right before we, you know, we came on, she asked him to adopt her. And it was the most beautiful scene. And they was crying. And, you know, it was just, and just so it just made me even more excited to talk to you about you and your fatherhood journey. Because, like, I know you are that type of um, father as well. And it's just, 
again, it's beautiful because, again, we don't see it that much uh, televised or exploited or whatever the case may be. But you guys are out here doing it. You guys are out here taking care of our queens and taking care of our kings and in amazing ways to where, like you said, you're doing your work to heal for them. You know what I'm saying? He was, you know, he was, um, them two, you know, went to therapy together and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, yes, y'all, like we're, we're really out here doing it. We're really out here doing our work because we want our next generation to be better. We want our little girls and our little boys to grow up knowing who they are and not having to feel worthless or less than yeah. or whew. it's amazing like um so like I said the twins the twins will be 10 next month mm-hmm. and I've always given them flowers you know like buy roses and give it to them and so time acts like why do you give you know your girls roses they're like six I think they were six and my youngest was four because they're two mm-hmm. like why do you give your girls roses and I'm like I don't want them ever to see a big deal. I want them to see flowers as what a man is supposed to do. You know, it's like we go to the car and I'm like, don't touch the door. If a guy is with you, he's supposed to open the door for you. Mm -hmm. You know, we go to a restaurant. I'm like, you guys are supposed to order first. Then I will order. And these are lessons that right now might not make sense to them. You know, at 10, they don't get it. Mm -hmm. But at 16, it will be like, wait a minute. My dad always held the door for me. Hello. Why aren't you holding the door? (laughs) You know, like, my dad always gave me flowers. Why wouldn't you go buy me flowers? You know, and and these are just little lessons that I want them to see in action now. You know, like, it makes me be better. You know, be a better example. Um... They've seen me at, at my worst. You know, they've seen me in some of my like worst emotional situations. And for them to be able to see me now progressing at my best, yeah. Like sometimes it brings a tear to my eye, you know, because they'll be like, they are sweethearts, you know, like they'd be like, Daddy, like, why do you why do you go to therapy? You're a great dad. I'm like, well, I, yeah. You know, I want to be a better dad. You know, I want you guys to be like, man you know dad is cool he got this he got I understand the time will come and I won't be so cool anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all good but um I enjoy it right. them and I girls it's mm-hmm. it's like it's almost therapy within itself you know station um, um the oldest twin she wants to be a writer and so I write and so me and her do stories together um the youngest twin she's like a natural athlete so me and her together my youngest daughter wants to be a chef so she wants to cook so when I cook you know me and her cook together so we'll stand there and talk about what happened at school you know while we're making dinner or we'll go shoot basketball and we'll talk about what's going on in cartoon world whatever cartoon they're watching right. now and um I don't know I, I I can't see and for me it's always been hard even before I had kids to be like how could you have a child and not want to be a part of that child mm-hmm. like I don't see I can't see it that way my girls can call me 
when I'm at work and be like, Dad, are you coming to get us today? For sure. Right. <laughs> no, like, it's not even hesitation. It's like, definitely. Um, and there's so much rewards to that relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I remember many times because me and my dad was like, I was definitely a daddy's girl. Um, and so much because uh, I went to private school growing up. And he was actually a teacher out of my school. So we would have to ride to school together, ride home together. So we was always together. Um, but we'll be out at the school and, like, you know, all the other little students and stuff would come up to him and everything. And I'll make sure to go and sit on his lap to make sure everybody <laughs> understood that, yeah, y'all can, <laughs> yes. y'all can come and talk. <laughs> like, it, I was so territorial back then. Like, y'all can come talk to him. But y'all better realize this is my daddy. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, it, it, like he he would joke he jokes about that all the time. But like, yeah, she did not. Y'all better understand. Don't play with me. This is mine. This is my daddy. But um, and it is a beautiful relationship. And even though now, and I think, which is why we kind of bump heads so much now because we are so much alike. And he's so used to me. I'm his his baby girl. You know what I'm saying? So. It's like we'll have conversations, you know, now. And it's like when I disagree with him, now it's like he's looking at me like his little girl and not his, you know. Conversation is different now, you know. So I, I was, and he told me hard work, um, the account. He gave my stuff. <laughs> Great thing. Now we'll talk about the Bible, or we'll talk about like relationships. We'll talk about you know success and fit, what it looks like. That will show enough appreciation for how much he, right. how she's so you know that exactly, exactly. And that was, that was the thing, um, that I've always thought it's like every year I was like, what can I give him to show him or to tell him or to you know to make him see, you know, it, it, right, exactly, you know, how grateful I am for, you know, everything that he's done, you know, his sacrifices, um, and just how much I love him, you know, both him and my mom, but like we said, this, you know, we're talking to my dad's right now, so definitely, um, because I had one of the best, like I said, uh, laughed at me a lot, but, um, uh, because <laughs> we were, um, uh, I remember us, uh, growing up and we'll be slap boxing around the house and, I'm calling myself trying to keep up and all he doing is just knocking me knocking me down. And he'll just be laughing and we'll be cracking up and just playing videos and games together, you know, on Saturday mornings and it really is the simple things that you remember, you know, as you get older, it's just like that shows you that they was there, you know what I'm saying? And like you said, all those things that you do, letting them polish your nails, the, the tea parties, like all of those things are worth it. All of those things, because those are the things they're going to hold on to. They're not going to hold on to the birthday presents. They're not going to hold on to, you know, the gifts. But those moments together, 
the times, the times y'all mm-hmm. have cried, that's the stuff they're going to hold on to. That's the stuff they're going to remember for always. So, that's beautiful, King. Oh, I'm getting emotional again, y'all. But have me all to the day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, uh, but I've been loving it. I've been loving it. So, now that you've um, given us your fatherhood journey, we've talked about men, go ahead and now give us just give us give us your business side give us your what's going on with your podcast give us what's going on with with you just you know what's new projects um give us all Um, the rundown so uh we got the podcast the podcast is on a little hiatus um my daughters came up with an idea of a project they want to do and so i paused what i had going on because um so i'm uh, hoping like around back to school time we can come out and let you can see their project that they've been doing um amazing idea and i had to take a step back and be like okay what what do i um as i said their mother is doing amazing things in the fitness industry um i'm doing my thing but right now it called more than it doing some of the other projects so investing in them and getting this project all episodes here and there as consistent as it was as I progressed with them through that project um, okay. from a myth point I'm, I'm, I'm growing again you know it's like we to those a change mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> and so uh, where I was last year and where I'm here I've um, shells again more importantly it's a uh, it was a thing to like and start mm-hmm. looking for looking for what was Like, of course, I love that. Um, 
and I already know you're going to come back and, you know, get back on your own thing, like you said, in time. But not wait to see what your young queens, your young ladies have um, have come up with and what you are helping them to produce. Um, I'm excited. Um, now, you, can you tell us um, at least if, it, if it's going to be some type of service or is it going to be some type of uh, brand? Um So, you know, like the thing is, there's nothing that I value more than being a dad and being a good father and being a healthy father and trying my best every day to set an amazing example for my girls. And so, you know, I have my flaws. I mess up sometimes. But all that being said, that the love that I have for them and the love that they return to me is beautiful, is great. And I wouldn't have it any other way. So, you know, not just me, but every father, I just want to say, you know, like, thank you to all you guys who step up, who be amazingly active in your kid's life and who understand that, like, the love kids have for their dad is a beautiful thing. Yes, 